1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let me tell you. Yeah.
2: You my little thing. So I will give a hoot what you do say, girl, I know. Mm-hmm. You a little too tight.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm shooting that shot like two k girl, I know. Mm-hmm. Tell him I'm telling them I'm next. Tell
4: them you mm-hmm. find a little to Feel good,
5: Football Friday on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Oh man, look at the stretching going on
6: here in this women's field.
5: Hockey. Yeah, come geez. on, girls, let's they go, that. That. go, come on, stretch oh, wait, out,
6: stretch them out. Look at that German girl. I'm telling you, she looks like JJ Watt. No, no, no that, no, that
5: no, that's German. No, 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 that was one of our girls. That's one more girls? Yeah, yeah, that's one of our. Girls. Oh. We're in the red. All right yeah, yeah we I like it. <laughs> uh, it's another like it's another based... night game in India. yeah, all right, so uh, Chile beat Chech Chechia yep uh, New Zealand beat Italy, Japan beat India and now here we go. this is it. this is for all the marbles here on CBS Sports uh, network with the women's field hockey. Uh, all right, so divisional playoff weekend we know that Bill Belichick potentially Falcons. We know that all that is out there at 877-337-6666. Boomer's new Super Bowl, his original Super Bowl was the Jets and the 49ers, right? Oh, uh, Jets Eagles. Oh, Jets Eagles. I, uh, I
6: wanted a green. I wanted to be like in the the globalist mindset of having a green Super Bowl that kind of
5: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now the new Super Bowl is Bills 49ers. And I would sign I would sign yes. for Bills 49ers right now.
6: Yes, that, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. You know, I feel bad for the Bills because all the everything that they have been through the like the last three years when you think about it and the way that they lost that divisional game in Kansas City when Patrick Mahomes within 13 seconds got Harrison Butker to be able to kick a field goal to tie the game yeah. and play it in overtime and Josh never got the ball back.
5: Yep.
6: <clears throat> and then they fired their offense coordinator this year. They had the DeMar Hamlin stuff last year. Like they've been derailed for different reasons, like the last three years, and I feel like you know Josh, and especially Sean McDermott, really picked it up the last six weeks. And when they were six and six, they were out of the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I,
5: I could see like on one of the like like a Skip Bayless type doing: if the Bills win the Super Bowl this year, did they not win it last year because of Demar Hamlin?
6: Oh God, <laughs> I'm just making crap up. And you know what's the amazing thing is. In, in all those, imagine uh, in all those shows. Was
5: Jamar Hamlin the problem?
6: <laughs> in all those shows, the producers come up with things for people to debate and argue. Whatever yeah. that's that's the genre. If you like it, you like it. Whatever. But it's amazing to me, you know, how they just go after the Cowboys constantly. That's playing the hits, man. It's like when you put on any of the pop
5: radio stations. Now you cannot go three songs without hearing a Taylor Swift song. Every single time it is ridiculous i mean they play the hell out of her stuff because they know she's the most popular and that's what works same thing with the cowboys and Stephen a and then michael Irvin and shannon sharp and skip bayless and all these other guys
6: mm-hmm. same thing people are there they're it's listening just, they want it you know for other football fans i don't know who wants it but for other football fans around the, uh, the league i guess they they take great joy in the cowboys losing but just the Uh, like just the people I could fire this guy, fire that guy, get rid of this one. Like, like these people have any idea what it means to coach an NFL football team. No, but they're not supposed to, right? I don't, know. Listen, (laughs) I know you have an opinion and you'll, you'll talk about, right. You know, and you've been around long enough to know and they, and they have too. and a lot of these guys are ex players, but I mean, could you imagine what it would be like to coach the Cowboys and how great it would be in some respects and how bad it is in other respects. So Mike, McCarthy's up there talking about we have a championship winning you know team here, we have a good culture here, and then immediately after he's done, he gets obliterated and blowtorched by the guys on TV. Yeah, they just start ripping into him.
5: Yeah, I mean it is uh, it is incredible, but it's the business, you know, and this is what happens. And I don't think. These guys necessarily really care about who's coaching the team. It's really what provides the most entertainment to the audience.
6: Yeah, 100% it is. And it, but, you know, sometimes it does get frustrating. You know, and you do get angry at it. And, you know, and the other thing that we love, and, and I think Sean McManus, our boss over at CBS Sports, basically said it the other night. You know, it's like the NFL is like a total Greek tragedy. Like, every there's 32 teams. Everyone's filled with drama. Mm-hmm. And even when the season's over for a particular team, sometimes the drama heats up even hotter because of what's going on within the building. Kind of like what happened with the Giants. Like the quietest team right now happens to be the Jets. Yeah. Like there's nothing. Nobody's well, saying anything. Nobody's well, writing anything. Well, hold on.
5: <laughs> After Aaron Rodgers was done with Pat McAfee. Then nobody's Yeah, but now it's quiet. It. Now it's quiet,
6: but but, but I'm saying like the, the the fact that the Giants imploded the way that they did on the, uh, you know, on the coaching staff. Yeah, yeah. And there was a, there was an in, in, internal combustion.
5: Yeah, well, it seems like the Jets are satisfied with mediocrity, so they didn't make any changes. So uh, yeah, that's why no one's talking about them right now. Uh, Jim on Long Island, what's going on, Jim?
3: Hey
7: guys, what's up? You're what's up, man? All
6: right, Jimmy, what's happening, brother?
7: Yeah, so, I mean, Gio, you should know this, living on Long Island, if you go into, if you see a multiple person bathroom that's locked, okay, and depending on where you are, and especially in Fire Island, they're 100% doing coke. So if that door flies open, and their eyes look like they just popped out of their head, they got some pep steps, now you know why you're waiting
5: to take yeah, me. listen, Jim, I am not naive to things that go on uh, in, in places yeah. like that. Trust me, I am not naive. But there are many times where not every single person who's going in there is doing drugs. You might occasionally come across a situation like that. But there are lots of guys, especially younger guys now, for whatever reason, that just don't want to pee next to another guy. And it's just like, just do it. There's a trough there. Keep the line moving. Relieve yourself. Get back to the
6: restaurant. You're saying this new generation of guy doesn't want to They don't stand next to another guy and go to the bathroom they don't. and be a freaking man? They don't. I'm telling you. What do they want to be? What, I, do, what do you mean? What are they trying to hide? I, I, listen, and I've talked about it before. I'm not. It's
5: not like I've got some sort of crank hanging down. <laughs> like I, I'm just average niblet we talk about. I go in there. I pee. I don't care. You want to come in? Come on in. Sometimes I invite people. Come on in. There's more toilet space here. Let's keep this line. Cheerio, are you everybody. familiar
8: with the term pea shyness? Pea shyness. Pea shyness.
6: So All I right. mean, so I mean, you are a celebrity mm-hmm. in fire you, on Fire Island, maybe? Yeah. Do you think do people follow you into the bathroom because you're a celebrity? You think, and they want to get that? Nah. No. Check yeah. it out?
5: No, I don't think so.
6: You're crank, as you put it. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think so. And I don't care. Like, I'm
5: ha- if I'm over at Fire Island, especially at the Island Mermaid, I'm having a great time. Like, I'm st- enjoying stop- I don't care. Like, down. I feel like it's a family. It's the summer. We're happy. Like, I don't care.
6: Okay. I don't want to lock the door like some uh, schmuck face. Come on in. Pee. Let's go. Let's go to Glennon Park Slope. Glenny, what's happening, brother?
4: Hey, good morning, boy. How you doing? All, All right. right. What's up?
7: Uh, I, I, was just curious from either of you, I mean, when you've gone into a bathroom after it's bombed, I mean, do you actually react
4: out loud or do you just suck it up and hold your breath? They're like, what's up this guy's ass? Like
3: what the hell's going
6: on? Yeah, I know. But that happened to me here yesterday. Yeah. And you didn't hear this yesterday, but it happened to me yesterday as I went out to go get some coffee and I had to walk past the men's bathroom. And there was a, there was a smell in the hallway because the door was open to the <laughs> bathroom overall. And the guy that was coming out of that was Brandon Tierney. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is uh, no time. No, no.
4: <laughs> so, so you, uh, G, you ever react to anybody like? Yeah, your-
5: like in in here, I will because here is like you know, I've been here forever now. I know this. I know probably who's duping in there. So for sure, I, I would react. But like if I were at a a uh, public bathroom in a restaurant and somebody is in there and probably having a bad time, like, oh crap, I went out to this nice dinner now I gotta go dupe during the middle of this dinner I probably wouldn't go in there and go, oh my god what the hell is wrong with you? But here I probably would because chances are that like, I know the guy, like it's like it's BT who's Just be ready to dump <laughs> <laughs> So like it's him, so I probably would do it um, but no, not in like a regular bathroom situation because like that, that kind of stinks yeah, when you're wow. out to dinner with your friends and you got to go
6: dupe in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, that's tough, man. I yeah. mean, like I've never had to do that. I never want to do that. And I didn't like what happened to me yesterday, but man, he's like, Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what the F is going on? He's, yeah. He loves
5: it, man. He I'm loves it. I'm telling you. He just, I mean, it's, it's a part of his life. He enjoys every second of those dupes. Let's go to Kate who's in Smithtown. What's going on, Kate?
3: Uh hi guys, how are you? Big fans. Went to Boomerangio Live. I really hope it stays uh going next year, uh even though uh Spike's leaving.
5: Yeah, no, it um, it, it it will. And whatever stiff they put in there is gonna try to keep it going. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, also, I'm just going to point out that this is the second time this week that Poop Talk is on the show.
5: Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Kate. Sorry, Kate.
3: <laughs> oh, no. It's hilarious. Oh, my. I have <laughs> okay. okay. three boys. Believe me. It's fine. Um, but also, I was calling about the Cirque du Soleil. I had the same attitude as UGO my, I went to visit my sister out in Vegas in June, and she's like, oh, I got a ticket to Cirque du Soleil Love. And I'm just like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I went, and it was, it was freaking awesome. They had, like, a ton of great stunts. The music was am- was amazing. It was interactive, like, but not, like, over the top where you were like, oh, don't talk to me kind of thing. It was, it was really, really great. If you do have the opportunity to go, you can go to an earlier show. It, it is worth it.
5: That's All right, but, like, so you listen to the show a lot. You went to Boomer and Geo Live, so you're one of these great yeah. listeners that we have and knows a lot about us. You think that we would like it?
6: We would yes. like it, yes. I've been to it. Yes. Wow. All right. And
5: by the oh, way, yeah. when Boomer we
3: went... I definitely at- love it. Gio, you yeah. would too because, like, you would. Okay. And you know who else I would love it? Really Sabrina
6: would love it when she gets a little bit older. She'd love it. Oh, that's different. I mean, we're talking well, about a you uh, you young the, uh, girl. You as the Disney to. on Ice this past, like, I two know. weeks ago, didn't you? Of course, for her. But, right. like, I'm
5: not, like... Like, Stephen enjoy- I mean, is
6: not my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but you would enjoy it. Now, I was telling you, when we went out there to shoot the Super Bowl promos that you see on CBS now... Yeah when we're standing in the fountain and all that stuff, Uh we did a whole thing with the Cirque du Soleil group. I haven't seen any of those yet. Maybe we'll see those more around the Super Bowl. I'm not sure. But uh, we were in their theater, and we were using some of their props, and then they came out around us. People come up to me and say, Can you see my ball
5: sack in these tights? (laughs) And I said, Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh, man. (laughs) And him, like, swinging from a rope. That'd be no, it great turned. when his lady glasses
6: on. No, we we would <laughs> We're not swinging from ropes. Oh, that'd be awesome.
5: Yeah, I don't know. I, know. I still am not doing. I just can't. I don't know. I'm not doing. it. I'm not saying that. I'm sure uh, that if I sat there and had time and wasn't uh, thinking about
6: having to get up, uh, I'm telling you so. You, you gotta ruins take the kids to Cirque du Soleil. You gotta take them to see Blue Man Group, and they get a little bit older because blue man group is you know it's, it's constant it's 100 miles an hour and there's things flying all over the place it's great I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's great on a different type of schedule like i can't like all you do is look at your time look at the phone look
5: at your watch like oh we got to get out of here how much sleep and right, then you're like jacked up when you leave these shows you can't go
6: to sleep it's yep. not a good situation i know it's not marcus in manhattan marcus what's happening
4: Hey guys, I, I wanted to say I'm a long time listener. I love you guys. Thank you. I just uh I just find it uh, interesting. This is a, you know I'm not trying to uh, start anything or whatever. I just I found it interesting. You know, well, boomer for you, right? Love man. I grew up in the '80s, born in '75, and everything. So I always, I remember that Super Bowl. You know, I always was a fan of you. I love when you came to the Jets. I'm gonna make this real quick. The only thing I just have a problem with, like this morning, every once in a while, you have a, a gripe against those. Uh, talking heads on TV, you know, but my, my question is this, don't we all do it? I mean, you guys do it. I may not agree with all your takes, but I never find myself saying, oh, I want you guys fired or whatever. I mean, I mean, everybody does it, you know what I mean? So I, I just don't understand. My question is,
6: well, there's, why, there's, why, there's two things, market, market. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why I get upset you because, get upset? because I'll, I'll tell you why you get upset is because I believe in stability and I believe when there's a coach who's a very good coach who does have a good track record you got to give them a chance to get through some of the tough times you can't just always fire people unless there's something going on inside the building that we're not aware of now we're specifically talking about the NFL right now in which I wanted Mike McCarthy and Nick Sirianni both to be retained because they've had success yeah they've lost playoff games Yes, the, the Philadelphia Eagles collapsed this year for different reasons, and they got to work on that inside the building. But I don't believe for a minute that Mike McCarthy should be fired by the Dallas Cowboys. And that's why I get mad at that because he's won 36 games. He's brought the best out in his quarterback. His quarterback was in the MVP talk, and his quarterback threw a bad interception that was returned for a touchdown in an important game. I get that. But I don't want that yes. coach fired, and I don't want people screaming about getting him fired when they don't have any. Flip an idea. What the hell he's got to deal with on a daily basis down there in Dallas? That's all.
7: That's true. But th- mm. one more thing. Imagine what they're going through in Dallas, though. But we think that they're ripping them. They're, they're, I mean, the whole they're everywhere their networks. I mean, their local TV. Yeah, I
6: know. I know. I because that's the yeah. Dallas. I know it's because so, it's the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, the fan all. base, and they're crazy. I understand. Yeah. I mean, I, we've yeah. sat here in New York where we have seen managers in over their head. We've seen basketball coaches in over their head, hockey coaches in over their head, football coaches in over their head. And we have openly talked about those guys should probably lose their jobs because we can tell that there's something wrong with the franchise. And it usually comes from the top down, by the way. It's always about ownership first. You know, I asked Coach Cower and I said, you know, Coach, criteria if you're a head coach like Bill Belichick, what are you looking for? You know, what are the most important things for you? And he said, hey. Ownership, ownership, ownership. I want to know the guy that I'm working for has got my back and is going to support me and is not going to have somebody in the building sticking a shiv in my back. Shiv spot. Right. And, you know, that's why when general managers and coaches usually take over jobs, they end up firing everybody because they don't know where the leaks are. They don't know people personally. They, They don't know how they do things. And that's why it's hard. Like, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you've had a lot of success under Mike McCarthy. I know they've lost these playoff games. But now, all of a sudden, your, your, your quarterback's probably—he is right in the middle of his prime, and you just got the best year out of him. And now you're going to make him go and be coached by another coach, another offense? You're going to ask him to do that when he's the most important player on your team?
5: Right. And when you have C.D. Lamb having the greatest season that he's had— Dak Prescott having the greatest season that he's had. And then you got to take all of that and have a brand new system. The one thing I did like what Jerry Jones said, and what I didn't like is the fact it didn't seem like they they talked to, to Bill Belichick, but I guess they did. There's some reports out there that they did reach out to him and he wasn't interested. It's just that the, there's so many great coaches who are available. But Jerry Jones said everybody's got to take responsibility. You know, it's not just Mike McCarthy. It's the players who played like crap. It's me. It's our drafting. It's our scouts.
6: It's who we put well, out they there. They got a good team. They got a good team. I mean, Jerry Jones is the biggest one of the bigger problems there. But, but, but in the meantime, they're still successful. Even though he's a hands-on owner, yes, and he gives interviews every week. Now, Bill Belichick's not going to want to deal with that. He'd rather have Arthur Blank, who's going to support him, be quiet, be professional, let him do his job, and see if he can go get him a Super Bowl.
5: Chris in Smithtown, what's going on, Chris? Hey, guys, what's up? What's What's happening, Chris? What's going on, brother? Yeah, so getting back to the Belichick thing, going
4: to Atlanta, I don't think this would happen, but I I couldn't help but imagine a a Falcons-Jets
6: Super Bowl next year. Oh, man, (laughs) that would be a BT and Sal blow-up spot. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the greatest. They'd have
5: to be there. They absolutely would have to go. They'd have to do all their shows from there. I mean, I think that if Belichick is the Falcons coach, I think that would probably reignite Sal's... uh, Falcons fandom that's been uh, dormant after the twenty eight
6: to three blown lead. If Belichick take, takes over the Falcons, is Sal more worried about the Mets bullpen or the Falcons? I mean, I think
5: that it's probably the Mets. I mean, he's been so like influenced and brainwashed by that other job he has on SNY, where he sits there and you know a baseball night in New York, and they they, they break down the scouting battle. departments of the Mets and Yankees, and he sits next to John Harper and Andy Martino, and it's just like. One big baseball geek fest. And he brings
6: it. He brings it in here. You know.
5: Yeah, that's uh, what it is.
6: It's the prop propaganda show. Yeah, <laughs> kind of Base- like MSG. You know, you're watching MSG. You know, it's, those guys got to be careful about what they say. Yeah, and they're not going to really get too wrapped up in criticism.
5: Right. That's why Wally's perfect. Doesn't say anything. Boring. All right. So, Boomer uh, G- <laughs> on the fan at CBS
0: Sports Network.
9: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: Feel good
5: football Friday on the fan and CBS Sports Network. CeeLo is back. He told me he's got a ton of audio yeah. to get to, so I want to hear it we all. We need another
8: hour of the show.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's too bad uh, that we only have four full hours to get to everything.
8: Well, as you know, it takes a while sometimes to sift through everything. Yes. You know?
5: that's right, because so. there's no... Uh, no tape op out there helping you. It's just you. That's right. Just you. That's right. You, or Marco Belletti, who puts in some stuff from he time did, to time. No,
8: there's some good stuff from Marco for sure. Sometimes it's just you know it's like raw and has to be cut down a little bit. Yeah. So
5: just one thing on Marco because I don't want to spend too much time because you got a lot of big updates. But he said this morning with C Mac that he has not
8: gone out to dinner with friends in 25 years why I, I, uh, knowing marco i believe it why I is that Floored. he just i mean he works a lot he's got a lot of kids like he's just he's he's a busy man he's a he is the definition of blue collar and i mean that as a compliment
6: yeah uh why don't you invite marco out to dinner with <laughs> us yeah. one now uh, gabrielle, gabrielle i'd love to yeah the gabrielle's where's marco live uh he's a jersey guy all right maybe he'll Perfect. want to come to gabrielle's with us
5: that All was right. the first thing i thought is like not us but like those guys like c-mac and Fleeg should have been like dude what are you doing this weekend let's yeah, freaking go to dinner
8: i don't think it's like that no one invites him I, I don't think he wants to or doesn't have time to he's so, like al i'm not going
5: well whatever but yeah. even al likes to have like at least a one or two beers on a weekend and yeah. go out with gina doing something have a slice of pizza for god's sakes yeah
8: more 25 years he's a grinder man yeah. All right. Let's get to this stuff. All right. Brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Uh, yes, the Knicks did uh, beat the Wizards last night at the Garden, 113-109. Jalen Brunson was great, 41 points, 20 in the fourth quarter. Knicks out one 8 out of 10. They got the Raptors tomorrow night. Uh, the Rangers opened up their Western road trip with a 5-1 loss to Vegas. They have five of their last six. Okay. Would you like the boomer thing that we talked about first out of the gate here to kind of wet his whistle with that? All right, let's do that. Very good. So you guys gave the grades to the uh, spike hires. Yes, we yes. talked about the BT and the yes. Sal show, and that you what was a B plus you gave them. Yeah, right? was that yeah. the case? Right. Oh, that's yeah. very fair grade. So that did come up on um, yesterday's program as uh, BT was explaining all of that to Sal. Geo,
2: awesome endorsement. A plus, right? A. A, a or A-plus? I don't know if they were doing pluses. He oh. said absolute oh, A's. Like, oh, I okay. love that show. Those guys oh, okay. are great. Really, really effusive in his praise. Al, who throws out compliments like manhole covers, I guess, was an A. Okay. So that's good. Right. If you crack through to Al, you got to be doing something right. Boomer. Right. Al doesn't like anybody. Not right. an A. What? Not an A. Boomer? Yeah. No way. He did not give us an A. A-plus. No. Lower. Lower. Now, not terrible, but definitely a drop. What it was, was in the it? B, B-plus range. Get the hell out of he here. Said. No way. That's what he said? No way. Dude, check the Odyssey. To go back it. rewind. That's what he said. I'm definitely not buying it. Okay, so he That's
8: wasn't he- thrilled with that. He was a little surprised. I know. Um, by, by the
2: way, he was texting me as this was
6: going on. Oh,
8: was he? Yeah, so he wasn't hiding
6: anything from me. Brandon, that is.
8: Brandon was texting me. Yeah, Brandon me. was cool. Yeah. Okay. Sal, not so much. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, you remember when they
6: first started? And Joe was like, "Oh, these two guys are going to be buttonheads. Yeah, they're yeah. Going to be last very long." And I'm like, no, "I gonna never be said together. they were going to last very long. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh, was they, confidence? They never <laughs> said <laughs> they were not going to last so, long. I thought you He's said, a said a that Republican. Republican. Oh, sorry,
5: no. I would yeah. never say that. Are you kidding uh, me? Oh, like, the, I I've supported those guys more than anybody on the radio station that went out there and, and trashed everybody during that Carl Banks thing in defense of them. Yeah, so, so I want to hear it.
6: I love those guys. You weren't here that day. No, but I defended him later on that you week. Mm. But I'm just
8: saying,
5: I never, never say have said you. that.
6: They did, did they ever say thank
5: you? Uh, said right. th- They did say thank you to me. All right,
8: so they you said, to him not to me, though. They talked about this for a while, and they go to the calls, and okay. uh, they get to Zeke here, uh, who chimed in. First of
2: all, guys, yes. Boomer. Boomer's ranking. You know why he gave you a BB one? No. Because he's jealous that you're better. What? No, we're not better than him.
5: Yeah, you are. Yeah.
2: No, no, we're not. I mean, no, we we appreciate the support, Zeke. We are
8: not better than them. We'll be the first to admit that. Okay, so he kind of steps up there and gives you guys the credit, but you heard
2: a little bit of the, uh, you
8: know, the coughing yeah, and know the, yeah. the throat there a little bit, and that kind of would become a
2: theme. The Rogers stuff bothered him. I'm telling you, it bothered him. He said it to me multiple times, then he, he gives me a, a demerit, as they were saying. Why do you keep doing that? We we're talking about Boomer. Okay, so he's taking a little... That's I said, below the belt spot. There, right? yeah. Yep. Yeah. Below
8: the belt spot. Yeah, that's right.
2: No, I love Boomer. I do, too. He's awesome. He's a great teammate. He's a great person. He does a lot of good things. Like, we're obviously having fun. Even though we don't agree with his grading, we think it's awful. <laughs> uh, but, like, when he's on the air and you hear him clearing his throat, doesn't he turn his mic off and do it? Yeah, but you, but you still, it's still hear audible. so loud. Well, because Gio's got his mic on. So you hear it in the yeah, background. But you kept your mic on when you were doing yeah. that. Yeah, just I'll to, want to make uh, sure uh, everybody, everybody, everybody know <laughs> that you were, you know, getting a little shot in there, of course. <laughs> no, I'm just messing around. But, geez, I mean, leave me alone uh, with the Rodgers uh, stuff yeah. already. Let it go. Coming up at 11 o'clock, we're going to talk Aaron Rodgers. Just to appease Boomer Assizing.
8: <laughs> You're a big
6: topic of discussion on their show yesterday. Well, you know, listen, obviously, I'm, I'm glad I gave them something else to talk about.
2: <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I, I don't listen to the sports minutes. They're useless. <laughs> they really are. I don't care how well they're written. They're just, uh, they do nothing. <laughs>
8: Uh, Speaking of uh, something else to talk to, I know... You yo, by the way, in, uh, just right.
6: that they don't get the chance to do the sports minutes. That's all it is. Clearly, that's, <laughs> exactly. no, clearly, that's really what it nobody is. Nobody asked, asked me. Right. Nobody
8: asked me. Nobody paid me. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, your guys. new name, uh, Geo, <laughs> for McMonigle's overnight show is Yankee Hot Stove? Is that yes, what from 4 to 5, yes. Oh, only 4 to 5?
5: Because that's all I'm really listening to is 4 to 5.
8: All right, well, I can't always speak to all the hours, but I did get in the car before 3 o'clock this morning. I would say this was about 2.35-ish, something wrong. And this was... As I turned the car on, this is the very first thing I heard, so eventually I would have to go back to get the context. But imagine you're just hopping in the car. It's the middle of the night. You know, I got two hours sleep. You turn on the fan, and and this is what was being uttered. Liam
7: Neeson and his extremely large penis is hard to control. So that's what's going on with Liam Neeson, who's a, a tremendous actor, pardon the pun. I mean, I love Liam Neeson. Big Liam Neeson guy. So that was kind of jarring, right? Um,
8: and as I eventually would go back to like what the actual context was that led to this was perhaps even more jarring. And I had not heard this. Maybe you guys had. So uh, McMonagle would educate us. Apparently,
7: there's like a ton of pictures. Like, I don't think it's fake. Unless I'm being duped. I don't think so. There are a ton of pictures out there of Liam Neeson where he has wet his pants. Like if you, There's like pictures where he has... Like wet stains and not just like little tiny, you know, dabs, what? like legit puddles <laughs> <laughs> or what looks like a big wet stain in his pants. Like Liam Neeson has trouble controlling his bladder or something and gets caught at all these events or whatever. And he's, <laughs> and he's got uh, like these wet stains that he's, he's having trouble controlling his bladder, which has also led to the conversation that I was unaware of. But apparently he is doing very well down there in that department. Like he has a very large uh, situation down there, and that could be leading to the issue. I don't know. But so, like, that's that's I saw that where Liam Neeson and his extremely large penis is
8: hard to control. I mean, you never know what you might hear in the middle of the night. That was why I did not have that on the bingo card. I mean, (laughs) a little bit of uh, penis
5: leakage. Mm -hmm. I mean, this isn't a great website here. (laughs) Yeah, well, but but it's. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's got pictures of him with with wet stains in his pants. I don't know if this is. Oh boy! I don't know. Is this is he acting? Is there something no no no? This is on like in out the in the street. Oh, like, in the street? Like, oh. I'm seeing it. I just don't know if it's been photoshopped. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, wow. Yeah. <laughs> some of these are bad. Like that, he's right. Like some of these, he is soaked. More of it just leaks out in my underpants. <laughs> One day, it provided a wet spot on
8: pants that weren't dark. (laughs) Was Al doing a story on the Liam Neeson thing? A listener emailed me with a problem. A problem. Okay.
5: Well... I mean, listen, I, but here's the thing. Like, this one picture, he is, his, his entire area is soaked, oh. and he's just leaning up against a wall talking to some guy. I, like,
6: if, if you let it go like that, you have to... Yeah, but do you think that's in a movie, or do you think that's It's not actually, in a movie, man. It's not like this is not just him in a movie. standing on the street in New York with a big <laughs> wet spot. Yes.
8: Oh. These are like paparazzi shots. Is not on oh. the scoreboard at the garden at a Ranger game. Wow, there Wet you go. Pants. Okay. I don't know. Keep an eye out for that. Maybe he has day. an issue. Who Maybe knows? Maybe he does. I don't know. But that was somehow. Otherwise, th- I was thinking back to
6: uh, Sal Sal's upset. <laughs> And, and the reason he's upset is Start because going back. well, it's because he became a, a, a fraudulent Islander. <laughs> that fan. did come up, and yeah, his, he's one hundred percent fraudulent
8: Islander, right. Islander fan now. You know that. I know that. Yeah. And it's really embarrassing. Well, he's <laughs> complained about that. Was that your daughter married an Islander, so your granddaughter has Islander blood in her? So okay. BT kind of stood up for you on that one. I will Yeah, say. I mean I, that's uh, not my decision. <laughs> I understand. All right, uh, with the little time we have left, do you want? Um, Former RG3 teammate and Jay Gruden uh, player Will Compton chiming in on this whole situation from his pantry. He posted this. I mean, if it's good, what? man, yeah. let's play. I think it. it's good. I've right. also got Amy, Amy Trask's uh, little shot over the bow for one of the quarterbacks in this weekend's game. So you tell me which one you'd rather. Even a Will care. Compton one. All right, there's a few of them. Um, so he obviously sees what's going on on Twitter with RG3 and Jay Gruden. He was on that team in 2014. And he's
5: the he's with Barstool now. He's with he the busting with the boys. Yes. He's a guy who is... He's the one who did... That white black team when Richard Mendenhall put it out there. He okay. did he he did rosters yeah. who the white roster would be.
8: This was like a four minute video. I think he took maybe two breaths. Like okay. it is just I mean, he goes just rapid fire as he's chiming in on this whole situation, referencing that team meeting where RG three said RG three said uh, Gruden threw him under the bus. There's a
4: team meeting that goes on and it was a whole tight team meeting. I'm talking we're all in there, we're like, oh sh. Going down here, RC did have to stand up They go back and forth about how Jay says you need to be a guy when you after a loss, uh, you take all the blame as a quarterback, and then when you win, you give it to all your other teammates. Um, and because RG was in the media, basically throwing his teammates under the bus, but then RG saying, "Hey Jay, you
8: told me to say that," and then Jay didn't back him. I don't know who gives. I'm saying some of it's cap, some of it, whatever. Okay, so he's just getting loaded here, getting started, and then uh, would continue. It's all petty.
4: It's all petty bullshit. Pitbull. I love to watch. I love the to popcorn too. It right? makes me wear this, the beanie and the and the groom grinder shirt and like, hey, saddle up, boys. I'm texting with ex-teammates. Hey, you're checking this out. That's it's all coming. Their beef and it's coming to life, uh, type of thing. But it's like, you know, and RG's talking about all oh, we know where the bodies are buried. There's bodies buried on both sides. Don't get it twisted.
8: And then he would finally chime in with his opinion here at the end. I don't know how to put this in.
4: Like, I hope it lands softly. But all, oh, but to me, it's like. RG would love he would love to have a reason for why it didn't work out in Washington. And ultimately it just all falls like how could we have been better individually? like I don't know. to me it's all petty, but I I love the petty. I love the tea. I love the gossip girl going right now going on right now on X. I just figured I'd chime in since your boy was there in on that squad whole tight in that
8: team meeting was just like so into I this mean, thing. my God. <laughs> I mean, did he say anything in that thing? I don't even understand what, know what was he's his saying. opinion I don't even know what he said. I love that he was rambling on and on, was so Man. excited about it. And you wouldn't would, think this was like Tom Landry and Roger Staubach,
5: <laughs> the way that people are talking about this. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I mean, these guys oh, are like the biggest point. losers on earth, <laughs> and we care about who was worse. We love a good social
6: media. I think I know. think if Will Compton was true, he would tell you that... The relationship with RG3 and Dan Snyder basically usurped the coaching staff and and everybody thought that – RG3 was not a genuine great guy in the locker room.
8: That, that was, the, that was the, the noise that was coming out of there at the time. Fair enough. Uh, I'll play this quick before we get to the moment of the day. Amy Trask, former CEO of the Raiders. She's got the uh, What the Football podcast. So uh, she's kind of talking about this weekend's games and looking ahead, the matchups, the quarterbacks, and uh, one in particular, maybe a little bit down on the, her depth chart. Four
9: games this week. That means we have eight quarterbacks. Did that math all by myself. Good girl. Four court games, eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. Make no mistake about it. Everybody, be calm, 49er fans. I'm not suggesting Brock's not a good quarterback. He is. I simply don't put him in the same category as the other quarterbacks. So I'll say it again. Eight quarterbacks, seven terrific quarterbacks, and Brock Purdy.
8: Boomer, your thoughts? Yeah,
6: well, she could have her opinion. She was with the Oakland Raiders and Al Davis for so many years. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I don't think there's any bias there. I think that's just the way she feels. Interesting,
8: though. to But I think, on that I think you Brock got...
6: Purdy's a terrific player. And, right. you know, the, qu- quite frankly, are we going to sit here and say that Joe Montana was a system quarterback? I suppose you could. I guess you could because he had Bill Walsh. He had all those Hall of Famers around him. Yeah. He didn't really do anything. All he did
8: was get the ball to them, and then they did everything. But, like... When you've got, on this particular weekend, two young quarterbacks who are have not really fully established themselves yet in C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love. And Baker Mayfield, who this time last year was basically, you know, his career was in the tank. So he's calling all of them terrific, And but Brock Purdy's the one that kind of gets pushed yeah. out onto the I,
6: side. I, I could argue the, uh, the, the other side of that, that Brock Purdy was very much involved in the MVP race all the way until about three weeks ago in the season. Yeah. You know, he and Tua... And Dak basically fell off because Lamar ascended. And Lamar beat those guys straight, straight up. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I don't know. I think he's a terrific quarterback. He's a terrific story. And the fact that he was Mr. Irrelevant as opposed to being a first-round draft pick
8: makes it even that much more impressive. Gives a little bit more value. Agreed. All right, let's do Moment of the Day brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. (laughs) So you guys got a f marry kill call earlier, yeah. Which, uh, had an interesting ending to it. I would marry Antonio Brown, and I would, I, I'd, I'd bang Kyrie.
5: I think. I think that'd be like a one fun like one night. We'd probably get high and hang out and like read books and then have sex, and that'd be the end of it. So that would be that would be the way that I would go. I'd kill Strowman. I'd, I'd f Kyrie, and I'd marry Antonio Brown.
3: Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. What about you, Nick?
5: Do you have an answer? Oh, that's not part of the game. Not- <laughs> that's not part of the game. I love it. Hey, listen, I'm not running from it. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you an answer every time on F Mary kill.
6: That's a it's a great game. Yeah, I don't like those games because you know, sometimes there are people that you really do like and you have to kill one of them. Yeah, and you don't want to do that. You marry Eli, you have sex with Peyton <laughs> and you
8: kill Cooper. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's awesome.
8: (laughs) Eddie's always ready, Boomer. He he knows. Talk about knowing where the bodies are buried. Exactly. Eddie knows where the bodies are buried. Where's Chernoff? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: Uh,
8: Very good, CeeLo. We will see you. We packed it all in as best we could. We'll see you when? We'll see you. I I always say soon, and it seems to work out. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah, someone will be sick at some point. Yeah, uh, two weeks. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks.
5: It might be like
1: two days if someone got the flu from Jerry.
3: Geo
2: Friday Football
5: Picks are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook of WFAN. The picks are dormy now, as they would say, on the golf course because uh, you guys can't come back. So I won the regular season. I won the playoffs. I won the whole thing. just really doesn't matter any longer. But we'll let's do it for the audience. So last week, everybody 3-3. Three and three, So that means that Boomer 38-50-3. Jerry 39, 49 and 3. Yusef, 17 and 29. I'm also guaranteed above 500 here, 50, 38 and 3. CeeLo is going to give us Jerry's picks
8: and the games.
5: So, CeeLo, take
8: us through it. All right, we'll kick it off tomorrow afternoon, 4.30 in Baltimore. You've got the visiting Houston Texans getting nine and a half against the one-seeded Baltimore Ravens. You know, the more and more I think about this game, I think the
6: Ravens are going to win. And the more study I do on it, the more things I watch. I am so impressed with C.J. Stroud and his poise and everything else. I think he'll keep it within the number. I think it's going to be tighter than what I initially thought, so I'm going to take the Texans and the points here against the Ravens. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, this is the ultimate
5: nothing-to-lose and everything-to-lose spot. The Texans are going to go in there and be like, hell, let's just throw the ball all over the place have a good time. Our season's a, a success no matter what, and Lamar Jackson can't lose this game. So I think the Ravens will win. I think they'll host the AFC Championship game. You guys will be down there with the NFL today. But the Texans are going to cover this number. Give me Houston. No, no, no. You give me Jerry's pick. We Jerry's keep it got on. the
8: Ravens. I'm with you guys. I think Baltimore wins the game. But uh, Houston can keep it within the nine and a half points. The night game tomorrow? No, no, no. Yousef's, Yousef's the end. Oh, all right. <laughs> he's, Yousef's he's
6: the last
5: guy. The last guy to, guy to make a pick. <laughs> I feel not want to he skip wanna, over him.
8: No, no, no. Okay. no, no. Jerry makes here. his pick. Then Yousef, okay. he comes in from the Why top row. does he role. have to be last? <laughs>
5: Because that's the way he likes it. All he right. requested that in his contract. He wants right? like stop
6: asking questions and follow the rules, huh? All right. What do you like? <laughs> I would take the Ravens. Too. You're gonna take the I Ravens. You like Lamar Jackson,
5: you're like Lamar Jackson. Yeah.
6: so you're gonna lay the points, and you're gonna take the nine Rams.
5: and a half points. Nine
6: and a half points. I would take it. Oh, you take it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Gonna, okay. Uh, Jerry's out with the flu. You ever get
5: the flu? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got it once, once a year. Once a year. Yeah. I didn't, I figured you would never get sick. No, I'm not coming sick. Coming from Morocco, all the crap you see over there, coming no, here, no, like no. the germs don't we, penetrate you. We got sick. You get
7: sick. Yeah, we got sick. There we got sick here too.
5: <laughs> you're ta- He's taking the Ravens, Al. He's taking the Ravens. He made it very very clear that he was taking the Ravens. Very he confused right. both Eddie and I. He said, I'm taking the Ravens. I'm taking the points. No, he's no, taking the we'll c- Ravens and laying the points. He says, oh, okay, he did, laying yeah, the yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Uh, all right. Let's uh, go to the next one.
8: Yes. Tomorrow night, 8-15. The Packers on the road against the 49ers. Green Bay getting nine and a half.
6: Yeah, I don't think that uh, Green Bay is going to cover this one. I think the 49ers are going to come out and they're going to steamroll them. I really do. I know the Packers have been good. Because they've been able to run the ball against some really poor run defenses. And that's not who San Francisco is. I think San Francisco's defense is going to be up to the test to stop Aaron Jones. And I can see a couple turnovers here, so I will take Brock Purdy and the 49ers, and I will lay the nine and a half points.
5: Yeah, so this is uh, a reminder from last year. This is what
6: I think we're going to get.
5: When the Giants beat the Vikings on the road, and then they went to Philadelphia and got their asses kicked and looked like they didn't belong in the playoffs, I think that's going to happen here to the Green Bay Packers. Great win. They blew out the Cowboys. Squash spot. Give me the Niners big. That's an easy
8: one for me. Jerry's got the Packers. I think Brock Purdy with a little bulletin board material there from Amy Trask. I think the Niners roll. I think they'll cover the nine and a half. You All right,
4: Packers-Niners. I would take the Packers.
8: You take the yeah, Packers? Yeah,
4: I, like, uh, I like the way how they play. About Jordan sure. Lump. Yeah, right. he's good.
8: Packers for Yousef. Let's go. Here we go to Sunday afternoon. 3 o'clock kick in Detroit. Another home playoff game for the Lions. They are laying 6.5 at home against Todd Bowles' Bucks. I
6: gotta go chalk again here, and the reason I'm doing that is because of the the volume of the crowd in Detroit is going to affect Baker Mayfield and his offense. And I really feel like Dan Campbell and his team have got momentum on their side. they got a healthy David Montgomery. Jameer Gibbs is a great second running back who will ultimately be the featured running back in years to come. But they also have a great passing game. And I do think that Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator, will have Jared Goff ready for the blitzes that the Bucks will be bringing at them.
5: The Bucs played a dead team last week. The Eagles were done. They couldn't win that game. The week prior, the Bucs, they needed the game. They only beat the Panthers by 9. It was 9 nothing. I don't think the Bucks are any good, and I think the Lions are. This is just an easy one. I think that the Lions cover this easily. And they're going to go to the championship game.
8: Jerry's on the Lions. I am as well for all of the reasons you guys just said. You, Seth. I would say it's the Lions. Oh,
5: four for four. Clean sweep. Uh-oh. Oh. The family. Oh. The family. in a
8: family spot. Are you in? Are you out? Are you in? Are you out? All right,
5: last one there, CeeLo. Game
8: of the weekend. Marquee matchup, 630 Sunday. You got the Chiefs going into Orchard Park. Might be snowy oh. again. And they're getting two and a half points against Josh Allen and the Bills. Oh, my
6: God. This is such good. I- I'm hoping this game lives up to everything. Everything that we expect it to be. I think the Bills are gonna win, but I think that I think it's gonna be like a one-point game, like a 31-30 game, man. And I think Kansas City and that healthy defense are gonna go in there and keep this game tight. So I'm hoping the Bills can win, because I am rooting for them, but I think the Chiefs will keep it within the numbers. So I will take the points and the Chiefs. Uh, Bills all the way. I think it
5: will be close, but I want to see Kansas City go down. I want to see him get blown out. I don't think that they will, but I'm going to be rooting for this game really, really hard. I am done, absolutely finished with the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Bills fan, they, they deserve this. They deserve this Super Bowl run. They
8: deserve to go out in Vegas and win the AFC. Buffalo Bills 10 times out of 10. If not now, when, right? That's how Jerry feels. He's on the Bills. I will take them as well even though they're banged up on defense. And sometimes Josh Allen, when he's got to do a little bit too much, that's where the turnovers come in. KC good on defense, but I like the feel-good story of the Bills. So I'm taking them to get to the title game this year. Youssef.
7: Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Mahomes, but this time I'm going with Another four home. for four. Another clean sweep here. All right, Youssef. Bills,
5: Buffalo, Bills. Wait a yeah, I took the Chiefs. Oh, that's right. You did. You did that half fence thing. That's yeah, right. You did. Yeah, where you're like, <laughs> right. you can't be wrong. Two and a half. That's right. I forgot. Was two big You said the Bills win, and then two and so. a <laughs> half, 31-30. Whatever happens, you know, we will be right
6: about it. <laughs> Thanks, you, Seth. How Thank
5: are you, guys. How are you? You, you, know, you know what would
6: be great is that that's being doubly right on the game. To- so, yeah, yeah. so that would mean the over. That would mean the Bills win and the Moneyline bet. If and- comes out as a one-point game, <laughs> yes. that's all we're going to talk about on
5: Monday. <laughs> that's all and it's going to be. We're going to just replay that. Over, over, over. Uh, very good. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, official's number one sportsbook of, uh, what What the hell am I saying? America's number one sportsbook, the official sportsbook of WFAN.
1: Okay.